VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Let's make a deal. We got trade action. We do. Welcome in the beginning of another edition of the Ben Mather Show. We are in the air everywhere as we schmooze coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from inside your eardrums. Proving on a nightly basis, word for word, that talk is cheap. 
Clearly. Hey, when you when you switch to Farmers Insurance, you could save a bundle. All you have to do is call one eight 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 Farmers. Get a quote today. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Our lead this hour comes from the NBA trade deadline. Traditionally, it is a day that does not have a lot of action, but unlike years past, why is this year different than years past? It was not a dud. I was hopeful we'd get one trade of a player that I've heard of. We got like seven or eight trades of players that I'd actually heard of and name brand players who have played musical chairs. They're packing up the station wagon and traveling to their next stop on the NBA circuit. Now, if you did not keep track and maybe you actually have a life and you don't keep track of these things, let me give you uh, the brief recap i'll get you caught up to speed because we only really care about players that are somewhat name brand players right and and also teams that are playoff contenders legit playoff contenders so you had victor oladipo who was traded earlier this season from the pacers to the rockets he's been repackaged to the miami heat the clippers what a deal for rajan rondo from the Atlanta Hawks. More on that in a minute. Uh, Aaron Gordon went from Orlando to Denver. Uh, the Orlando Magic had a going out of business sale. They're like, hey, these guys are all decent players, but they, they, you know, we suck with them, so we might as well trade them all. So Aaron Gordon gone. The Bulls picked up Nikola Vucevic from the Magic. That was a separate trade. And the Celtics got involved. Evan Fournier came over from Orlando. The garage sale was... Complete. So those are some of the moves. There were some others as well. But let us discuss. I, everyone loves playing the winners and losers game, but I do it a little differently. I do it a little differently here. I have, as a, a teacher, uh, I have a report card book. I like to give report cards out. So what grades, here's the question, what grades did you give out the key trades in the NBA? Now, there's only one A-plus trade at the deadline. There's only one trade here that rises to the A-plus level. And that's the Clippers. The Clippers get an A+. The Bulls get... I'm going to give the Bulls a B uh, for their trade. The the Heat and the Celtics, uh, I, I'm going C. I'm going C on that. And uh, I'm going to be the devil's advocate guy with the Nuggets. I'm, I'm not like the mainstream basketball media. I was not overly impressed with the Nuggets trade. So I'll give that a, uh, a D. And there's a bunch of Fs. Better story in the losing locker room. The Orlando Magic, Houston Rockets, New Orleans Pelicans, the Toronto Raptors, the Los Angeles Lakers, and the Cleveland Cavaliers all get Fs. F, 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 F for you, and F for you, and F for you. You in the back, you failed also. F, 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 F. All right, so my thoughts on this. You've got Dr. Doritos and Dunce Cap, the three Ds. And we will tie all of these things together in an adequate, adequate Maller monologue. Now, A, the NBA trade deadline, I will concede, lived up, actually exceeded my very low expectations. It's one of the great things about being a cynic and a skeptic. When you have low expectations, occasionally it doesn't take much to impress you. Uh, It doesn't happen very often, so let's enjoy it, and we're going to roll up our you know, proverbial sleeves here and uh, and get to work. So we'll start out with the only A trade of the day, the people's team making the trade with the Atlanta Hawks. And it seemed to the uneducated basketball fan like a rather innocuous deal 
at first glance. The Clippers sending Sweet Lou. Sweet Lou Williams. Uh, great six-man uh, back in his prime and uh, some meaningless second-round picks to the ATL in exchange for Rajan Rondo, who comes back to L.A., but now he's playing for the good guys. He played for the bad guys before. Now he's playing for the good guys. Uh, this is a sneaky Wonderful trade, right? Sneaky, wonderful trade. Now, Rondo, I'm not going to dismiss the fact that he's an older player, and I always put the warning label on older players. Rondo is long in the tooth. He just turned 35 not that long ago. But here's the rub on this, okay? You're not going to hear this anywhere else. Rondo is exactly what the doctor ordered. That You could not have asked for a better transaction. It's all about the postseason. The Clippers don't really care about the regular season because no matter what they do in the regular season, the, the Yabbit crap, Yabbit, 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 what about the plus, Yabbit? All right, so with that being in mind there, the, the old Yabbit crowd, the Clippers, what they did here in sneaky good fashion is activate playoff Rondo. They got playoff Rondo. They got. They didn't get regular season Rondo. Regular season Rondo sucks. Playoff Rondo, right? They had been scouring the association, turning over rocks, the Clippers, to try to find a point guard all over the blue marble here, trying to find the point guard. Enter Rondo, one of the great big game playmakers in NBA history. I tried to debunk playoff Rondo. I attempted to smear playoff Rondo when he was playing for the the evil empire of Los Angeles, and I couldn't do it because playoff Rondo is legit. Playoff playoff Rondo is the real deal, and that's a clipper. He's a clipper now, and he's a bona fide floor general. And as far as Lou Williams, listen, you got to give up something to get something. Lou Williams, great clipper. He wore the uniform with dignity, with pride, and now he can enjoy those sweet Lou uh, garlic lemon pepper wings at the uh, the Magic City in Atlanta. And, uh, and you know what? I like Lou Williams, so when the Clippers win the championship this summer, we'll still give him a ring. How about that? We'll still give him a ring from the people's team, even though he won't be part of the playoff run. But uh, remember there was a guard for the Supersonics back in the day, CL Supersonics, Gary Payton. They called him the glove. Well, Rondo is going to fit this Clipper team like a glove. They need a guy in clutch time in playoff games to, to not F up, to not screw up at the point guard position. To make the right decision. And uh, you know and I know that this is the guy, right? And the tell on why this is such a great trade is all of the Laker historians that need a diaper change because they're freaking out. They're pooping their diapers, uh, trying to belittle and trash Rondo because they know Game over. The Lakers blow. Have you seen this Laker team? Frank Vogel? Oh, my God. He's a terrible. What happened to coaching these guys up? The Lakers are in free fall mode. I don't even know if they make the playoffs uh, the way they're going. And uh, now the the indignity for these uh, Laker historians that they're going to have to watch the Clippers uh, with a monster mash to the NBA Finals. My God. And it's, uh, in, in large part, the extra push with, can you imagine, Kawhi Leonard, one of the great playoff performers, and and on his side, Rondo. Oh, sign me up right now. Now, part B of this, we, we're breaking down the trade deadline. We give the Chicago Bulls, I give them a relatively high mark, a B plus, because they did pick up an all-star level player in the trade they made with Orlando, Nikola Vucevic. Now, we pick Vucevic quite a bit, but quite a bit in the NBA pick him because he's good. 
uh, good fantasy player, hasn't been a winning player. That's the thing that scares you about any of those guys with Orlando because Orlando has sucked for so many years. It's like, do you really want to go down that road? Because, you know, anybody in basketball can put up numbers on a crap team. But being a winning player and putting up those numbers when the team's actually competitive is a different animal. But the Bulls gave up a bunch of guys, right? You know, Otto Porter, uh, Wendell Carter, a couple guys with Junior at the end of their name, and some lottery tickets. Whoop-de-damn-do, right? That, you know, you're talking about picks that are could be actually selected in 2027. So who cares? I I can worry about that. And Vucevic is uh, statistically, again, one of the better players. I think the, the reason I like this trade is it's a great fit in theory. We'll see if it's a great fit in reality. But you look at that one-two punch, the yin and the yang with the Bulls now, Nikola uh, Vucevic and Zach Levine side-by-side. Chicago could actually, dare I say, the Chicago Bulls could actually – uh, make a little bit of noise. The Bulls are currently the uh, what are they? The tenth team in the East, but the the, la- the Celtics are the last team. They're under five hundred. You can be sub five hundred and make the playoffs in the East. Plus, they added that Fugazi playing thing uh, in in the NBA this year. Now, uh, meanwhile, uh, some of the other moves here. I gave the Nuggets a D for the Aaron Gordon trade. I was scratching my head because I kept reading all of these glowing reports about Aaron Gordon. I know I'm in the minority on this, but the basketball scribes slobbering all over this deal. I don't understand. Maybe you can explain it to me because I guess I'm not that bright when it comes to this. Denver is being praised for picking up. Now, listen, he's an athletic player. So is just about everyone in the NBA. It's hard to find an unathletic player in the NBA. They stand out like a sore thumb. Uh, He's a a defender that can get out and guard the wing. I know that's a a weakness for Denver. I get that. But it's kind of like eating a bag of Doritos and a uh, a bunch of mini uh, Snickers bars, right, for lunch. And then like a half an hour later, like, wait a minute, this was probably a bad idea. I don't feel that good, right? Like, we believe this is going to be better in theory. This is one of those traits, better in theory than in reality. Now, the Nuggets didn't give up all that much, but Gary Harris Jr. made some key plays for the Nuggets in the postseason last year. He's outbound in the trade, and Gordon... Let's be honest with you. The guy was a malcontent at the end. He demanded a trade from Orlando. And despite all of the highlight real dunks, which the low-information fan loves, he's never sniffed an all-star game. And statistically, on a bad team where you should be able to put up numbers, he's a rather generic statistical player. There's nothing that stands out that says, man, that's great. Now, the Heat, I gave Miami a C. I gave the Miami Heat a C for the Victor Oladipo trade. Uh, and I'm being kind on that. I've never been a big fan. I think Oladipo's a dime a dozen guy uh, in the NBA. There's a lot of players that have a similar skill set. He had that big year for the Pacers a couple years ago. He's been hurt. Uh, not not overly impressed. Now, the last word here. All right, more. We've saved the best for last. Dessert is served at the end of the meal because it's, it's the best part of the meal, dessert. Uh, in this case, the better story being in the losing locker room, we have a lot of losers. All right, F-F-F-F-F. Uh, the Magic, the Rockets, the Pelicans, the Raptors, the Cavs, the Lakers, they all wear the dunce cap. All of them wear the dunce cap. Uh, they're all going to detention. Orlando, for holding a midseason fire sale, they gave up the farm. Now, the farm wasn't that good. The farm had some mold on it, and there was some uh, bad water on the farm. But uh, you just it, they got a bunch of stuff, but nothing that really stands out. You know, it's not a single trade that they won individually where you're like, well, that's a, you got the better of that trade. It, 
Now, down the line, 10 years from now, we're all going to be a lot older. You're going to look back and say, oh, what a great trade. Yeah, scratch your tickets. Yeah, uh, I'm not, not too excited. Not too excited. Rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic. Now, the Rockets actually thought, here's the thing, by the way, they get an F because they thought of Victor Oladipo as the centerpiece back when they traded James Harden to Brooklyn. And that was the player that they wanted, the key player. He never wanted to be in Houston. He was a bust in his brief time with the Rockets. And now the Rockets, if you look at what they actually turned James Harden into, the the players that they got, they got Kelly Olynyk, Dante Exum, Avery Bradley, who I think's already done, bought out, whatever, uh, and a, a bunch of first-round picks and first-round swaps from, like, Milwaukee. Uh, color me not impressed. Uh, and then you've got New Orleans, who looks like a bunch of dummies because they could have swapped Lonzo Ball, and he's not coming back to the Bayou. He's going to leave as a free agent. So they got nothing, not even a scratcher ticket for Lonzo Ball, and he's going to say, bye-bye, and he's out of there. And uh, they traded J.J. Redick, fine. J.J. Redick's great for three quarters. Just don't ask him to make a big shot in the fourth quarter of a playoff game. He won't do it. Uh, the Cavaliers and Raptors also failing to get rid of Andre Drummond and Kyle Lowry. Same scenario as we just laid out for Lonzo Ball. Those guys are are going somewhere else, and you could have got at least a scratcher ticket for them. And then the Lakers, who deserve a special demerit. The team's been exposed. All those backups that were getting glowing reviews are total frauds. They suck. Is there a more overrated player than Kyle Kuzma? Man, does this guy stink or what? Drowning, drowning when he has to carry the team there and and play with his uh, play with his you know what uh, he doesn't have his you know what uh, the uh, LeBron AD not rushing back no reinforcements on the way they're gonna desperately try to get somebody out of the buyout market but what a mess bad management by the Lakers bad management bad, you know, Frank Vogel's been exposed as a coach and uh, the Lakers just suck right now and I I'm not enjoying it at all. I am not taking any schadenfreude out of the demise of the Lakers from champs to chumps. Right now, is there a team worse in the NBA than the Lakers? Uh, You'd be hard-pressed to find a team worse than the uh, Los Angeles Lakers. Four losses in a row. In fact, that's tied for the most losses consecutive in the uh, Western Conference. And I think, I believe, there's only one team in the entire NBA that's lost more consecutive games than the Lakers. So they are really falling apart, and it's just a shame. It's just a shame to see that happen. Who could have predicted that? Who could have predicted that? All right, it is the Ben Mather Show. We'll take your calls, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. It's not a leprechaun. It's a troll. It's not a leprechaun. It's a troll. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. And I use the suction technique. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. What's up, everyone? It's me, three-time NFL All-Pro Sean Marion, and I have a new sports podcast called the Lights Out Podcast with Sean Marion. This podcast is special to me as I get a chance to talk to some of the best who've ever done it on the field or the track. So whether it's talking to a Super Bowl champion or a NASCAR Cup Series champion, the Lights Out Podcast will bring it to you the only way I know how to. I'm giving you the best insight from the best who's ever done it. Listen to Lights Out with Sean Merriman on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you can get your podcast.
Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Smart journalism, fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Not a selling point. Not a selling point. Welcome in. The beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere as we round robin coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from inside the factory of marginal sports takes, the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 1-888-FARMERS to switch, and you could save an average of $470 on auto insurance. It's a lot of money for a quick phone call, don't you think? Average nationwide annual savings survey data, July to December 2020. We are farmers. Bum, ba, da, bum, 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 bum. So our lead this hour comes from the rejection department. Rejected! 
It involves the wide receiver market of the NFL, specifically T.Y. Hilton. Not T.Y. Marriott, T.Y. Hilton. So following the gossip, the rumor, the innuendo, which is what we love in overnight sports radio, if you did not hear the uh, the comment that T.Y. Hilton made, I thought it was interesting. I wanted to, to share it with you. Perhaps you missed it. So T.Y. Hilton agreed to return to the Colts this week on a one-year deal for short money. But he said that there was one team in particular that was really trying to get him. They put a full-court press on him in free agency. That team... The Ravens. Now, the Ravens have been pretty open about the fact that their receivers pretty much suck and they have to get better receivers. So they've been trying to get better receivers this offseason, and so far they've mostly swung and missed. And while T.Y. Hilton said they came this close to agreeing to a deal, despite the fact that Baltimore offered him more moolah, he decided to stay in Indy and thus rejecting the Ravens. And we're going to take his word on this, but if he is being truthful, he would be the second free agent receiver this last couple of weeks in free agency to turn down the Ravens when the Ravens offered more money because the reporting indicates that Juju Smith-Schuster went back to Pittsburgh when offered more money by the Ravens. So that means two of now granted, I, we can debate how good these guys are, but two of the players the Ravens wanted in free agency turned down more money to go back to the teams they were already on on one-year contracts. So let us discuss the question. You know where I'm going with this, right? You know where I'm going. All right, what, what does this say about Lamar Jackson? What does this say about Lamar Jackson that – the Ravens, even when offering more money, can't convince these receivers they want to come play with their quarterback. So my observations, you've got looking glass, confessional, and smelling salts. And we will tie all of these things together. And here we go with number one. one. Lamar Jackson, to be kind, is not feeling the love. He's not feeling the love uh, at this point. Now, some are detached from reality and think this is a non-story. It is a story on every level, right? On the surface, you would say watching Lamar play over the last couple of years, he has checked just about every box at quarterback. He's been a winner. The Ravens are 30-7 and in regular season games started by Lamar Jackson. He's checked the MVP box. He's been an all-pro his MVP season, and now – He picked up a playoff win. Granted, he didn't do it by throwing. He did it on the ground, but still a playoff win this past postseason in the NFL. And despite all of those accolades and all those accomplishments, the receiving fraternity of the NFL is not interested in running to Baltimore. They're not. Now, why is that? Question should be asked. Why? When you peek into the looking glass, you see that Lamar Jackson's reputation precedes his reputation as a heck of a running quarterback and as a passer, eh, not so much. And and also just the way the Ravens play, their identity. The Ravens are a run-first team. That is Ravens football in 2020 and 2021 now. Lamar Jackson, with all the electrifying highlights that make great clips on social media, is still not considered an elite passer, and his shortcomings 
are accuracy and downfield passing, which is a lethal cocktail if you are a receiver looking to put up stats to then get your next contract. It's like, yeah, you can take more money to go to the Ravens, but good luck getting a contract after that because your production is not going to be there. So the second point, you have T.Y. Hilton and Juju Smith-Schuster, who both went into the wide receiver confessional and spilled the beans, right? And truth be told, for both of them, if, you, if you're being honest here, they, they both claim they turned down more money uh, to avoid playing with Lamar Jackson which is a scathing indictment of the Baltimore quarterback. We're not talking about Jerry Rice and Randy Moss here. I get it. But free agency, which is often a zero-sum game, it's all about the money, money, money. And T.Y. Hilton, who I would agree is on his last legs. He looked washed up. Schuster, he's not on his last legs, but he he's, he's made more plays recently on TikTok than he has on a football field, which is problematic. And he, he's looking more and more like a one-hit wonder. He had that big season when Antonio Brown was there and expected him to be great. Pittsburgh did the, the year after Brown went to the Raiders, and that was a disaster. And, and he didn't play all that well last year. So anyway, these guys believe that they're better off, in the case of T.Y. Hilton, playing with Carson Wentz Think about that. Carson Wentz, who was the biggest stumble bum among all of the quarterbacks, all of the quarterbacks in the NFL in Philadelphia. Now, I know it's a new start and all that stuff, and he's lean and mean going to Indianapolis, but based on recent results, things are not looking up for Carson Wentz. And then you have Ben Roethlisberger. Holy crap. It's like he should be playing shuffleboard in Florida. Uh, the, the way he performed, and uh, the Steelers were able to win some games anyway, but Roethlisberger, we saw the playoff game. You get an interception, you get an interception, you get an interception, just handing the playoff game to the Cleveland Browns uh, for Pittsburgh. So, so let all that set in. Uh, if, you're, if you're Lamar Jackson, wow. Now, final point. Right, this should, key part of this should, should work as a wake-up call for the Ravens. Right, And I'm talking about the coaching staff in the front office because you know, sniff the smelling salts. Yeah, uh, It's like a drop kick right to the mouth, right to the teeth. Right, We keep hearing that the Ravens are on the cusp of tossing the riches of Solomon at Lamar Jackson. And he certainly earned a big contract based on his performance in the regular season. When the time is right, I wouldn't rush into it. Did a monologue about this a couple weeks back. I still feel the same way. You don't rush into this. You play it out, play it out, and then you pay the money when you at the last possible minute. But you've also heard of mosquito repellent, right? We've all heard of that in the summertime. Gets hot, nasty. Mosquitoes are around. You need that mosquito repellent. Well, Lamar Jackson is free agent receiver repellent. The fact that a, a couple of marginal receivers – and that's what these guys are at this point. T.Y. Hilton, a good career, marginal guy now. Juju Smith-Schuster, nothing spectacular there. Nobody was running to sign either one of these guys in free agency. They both reject the Ravens, who offered more money, and, and they get quarterbacks who are deemed inferior compared to Lamar Jackson. So if you're the Ravens, you reevaluate the situation. Baltimore needs to do some introspection here because Lamar is just not a desirable quarterback for the rank and file receiver in the NFL. 
No lies detected. It's his accuracy, but it's also the style of offense. Right? And the Ravens are playing this. It's working. 30-7, and seven, 37 career starts for Lamar Jackson. But the kryptonite is those deep throws between the numbers and the sideline that are the weak link in the Ravens' offense. And that is the roadblock. That's the roadblock that is holding the Ravens back. Guys are not interested in going to Baltimore when the offense is designed in a way where they're going to be blocking 75% of the time, 75-80% of the time, because the Ravens are going to be running the football. And then when you finally get the ball thrown to you in a passing situation, uh, you're limited on where you can go because of the wobbly noodle arm throws that come out of Lamar Jackson's arm. It's feast or famine uh, for the for the Ravens offensively when it comes to the passing game. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. You want to talk about any of that, it is all fair game here. We'll take your calls at 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Now, meanwhile, uh, the trade deadline in the NBA has come and gone, but now it's time for the buyout market. And the big name that is bouncing around here in the overnight hours is LaMarcus Aldridge. LaMarcus Aldridge. Now, many people said it was a fait accompli. He's going to the Miami Heat. But we are hearing uh, through the grapevine here that LaMarcus Aldridge, who was bought out by the San Antonio Spurs, is going to have a meet and greet with the following teams. Miami. Both L.A. teams, the people's team, the good guys, and the bad guys, the other team, I forget their name, and the Brooklyn Nets before deciding where he's going to go. Let's stop for a second and think about that. Can you imagine the kind of slobbering that is going to be going on here with all these teams? Come to us. We love you more. Oh, my. We are so head over heels in love with you. Oh, my. Birds and the bees, anything they can do to persuade LaMarcus Aldridge, right? Oh, my God. It's uh, it's going to be insane. They do the dance of romance to try to get Aldridge. Listen, Aldridge has had a good career. I don't know how much he's got left in the tank. We'll see. I mean, statistically, he was not uh, one of the better players in the NBA and certainly had a, had a couple of big years in the past in Portland and in San Antonio and was paid – very handsomely for that, but it's always amusing to me the buyout market when these guys that are you know they, they, the weaknesses here and you hear you, you hear these meet and greets and which I guess will be on Zoom now, right? Slobber, slobber, slobber. Yes, yeah. yeah. And it's just like uh, you're, you're going to have the the Clips on one side, the Lakers on the other, Heat, Brooklyn, and they're all going to be whispering sweet nothings into into Lamarcus Aldridge. Come here, Schnookums. Oh my God. Anyway, all right. Uh, we'll take your call straight ahead. It's the Sherman plan. It's the Sherman plan, in effect. We'll get to that, and we'll do it next. I love football. So so do I. I, I like it, too. Yeah. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. 
With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. Five to six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Playing Monopoly Baseball. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Mather Show. We are in the air everywhere as we chit-chat coast-to-coast, border-to-border, and beyond on the vast and extremely powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from deep inside the magic radio box, the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. We're doing it live, doing it live all night long, and we love our friends at Farmers Insurance, and you can save some money. Call 1-888-FARMERS to switch. You could save an average of $470 on auto insurance. It's a lot of money for a quick phone call, don't you think? Average nationwide annual savings survey data, July to December 2020. We are farmers. So our lead this hour comes from Major League Baseball. Believe it or not, they're going to play real games. I know they're playing these practice games in Arizona and Florida, but real games right around the corner. And several, several name brand players who are headed towards free agency at the end of the 2021 season are currently negotiating big contracts. A lot of dough is being tossed around. It's like a pizzeria. 
Francisco Lindor is the biggest name that is in contract negotiations. He's trying to get one of those really sexy $300 million contracts from the New York Metropolitans. It certainly sounds like he's going to get that before opening day. But one of the more interesting stories that caught my attention was deep in the heart of Texas. In, in Houston, to be exact, a franchise tarnished by the stank of cheating is dealing with now an unhappy cheater, a malcontent star. If you have not heard the uh, saga of Carlos Correa, it's an interesting story. I want to share it with you because you might have missed it. So I'm going to give you the Cliff Notes version. All right, Cliff Notes version. So Correa is on that list of players that, could be a free agent. The cheating Astros have been trying to keep Correa around. They apparently value him. So the cheaters offered Correa a six-year deal for $120 million. He flatly rejected the contract. In fact, not only did he reject the contract, he talked about it and sounded offended. Right? He sounded offended by the offer. He called the $120 million offer, quote, really low. Really low. Talk about having some chutzpah. Uh, now, Correa, if he doesn't sign a contract by opening day, he's, he claims he's got a hard, fast deadline, and uh, he is not going to sign after that date. He will play out the 2021 season, one-year deal, uh, and hopefully he can avoid the soup kitchen because he's going to make $11.7 million this year, and then he'll be free to test the market. So let us discuss. Is Carlos Correa... Of the cheating Astros making a mistake by turning down the $120 million extension. I'm going to go yes on this one. It's not always yes. On this one, I'm going yes. I've got Humpty Dumpty, stigma, and temperature. And we will connect all of this together. Now, first of all, uh, boy, do I love to see this because the the angst between the cheater and the cheating franchise is just wonderful. Uh, as the axiom goes, a fool and his money are soon parted. And that is the appropriate statement about this story, right? This is a more than reasonable contract for Carlos Correa. Correa is simply not as good as he thinks he is. He is overrated, overrated. And that's the textbook definition of overrated. Uh, and that doesn't mean you're, you're bad. It just means you're not as good as the perception. In this case, your own perception. And Correa's the guy you do not hitch your wagon to because he is fragile. He is fragile. You know, it's like you got little kids. You don't take them to the part of the store that's got all the, uh, the fine plates, you know, all the uh, ceramic plates. You don't do that. If this guy was the rock of Gibraltar, it'd be different. He's not, right? He's made out of paper mache. And having followed baseball during the last uh, you know, few years and the, certainly his time with that franchise in Texas, uh, Carlos Correa, um, he is, again, made out of paper mache. And I've seen the medical charts. The closest comp to Carlos Correa is Humpty Dumpty. They keep having to put him, put him back together. He has missed games uh, with a bad hamstring, ankle injury, shoulder, hand, thumb, toe, lower back, neck, fractured ribs. But wait, there's more. Golden rule. 
Golden rule, best ability, availability. Carlos Correa, the past four years, has missed 193 games. 193 games is Humpty Dumpty. He has missed over the traditional 162-game season. Keep in mind, last year in the truncated 2020 season, they only played 60 games. Correa somehow made it through most of those games. But if if they had had a full season, he would have missed plenty of time. Now, secondly, uh, as we're talking free agency, talking baseball and the market and all that, Carlos Correa has the double whammy working against him. Not only, not only as we have laid out here, is this a brittle ball player, but he's also got skeletons that aren't really hidden in his closet. You see, Carlos Correa forever and ever will be known as a dirty, rotten scoundrel of baseball. And doesn't matter what he does, that's his reputation. He's dirt. That's how the baseball gods see him. Now, what does that mean in in the context of this conversation? Correa is more valuable and really only valuable to the Astros. There's no drawing power. There's no charisma to the general baseball pop, right? He's got the stigma, right? Most people do not support what the Astros did when they were cheating, the rule breakers. Now, granted, that's a morally bankrupt franchise in Texas, but they're the exception to the rule. And they've embraced the band of unsavory desperados who cheated in the World Series. Bang, bang! With open arms. They stand on an island, right? And as that weasel Rob Manfred said, it's just a piece of battle. Yeah, okay. Well, since since Rob Manfred didn't do anything, the baseball world should do something. Carlos Correa, uh, he ought to reevaluate his situation. Now, we hope he doesn't. We hope this goes really bad. Boy, would that, that would be good. Really bad would be really good. He's tainted. Everything the ball player has done is downgraded, belittled. And anything he does in the future, the same thing. Same thing, right? The only reason he was, a, uh, the, the only season, I should say, that he was, uh, was elite was 2017. He was an all-star. That was the only time he was an all-star, Carlos Correa. Why should that ring alarm bells? Why should Carlos Correa being a 2017 All-Star and having his performance go down since then, why should that ring alarm bells? Yeah, ding, 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 ding. Uh, He knew what pitch was coming. The man knew what pitch was coming and made the All-Star game. Since that season, Carlos Correa, we mentioned all the games missed with injury. When he has played, he's a 257 hitter with a very pedestrian 452 slugging percentage and a below 800 OPS, which is not exactly irreplaceable. Not exactly irreplaceable. Those are the kind of numbers that are good, but not blue chip numbers, and they certainly don't get you one of those big, sexy $300 million contracts. So $120 million, considering what this guy is, a total fraud, Correa, uh, and the only time he was good was an all-star, and that was when they were cheating. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah, that's actually sad. I think that was Al Bouvet. I think that was Al Bouvet. <laughs> now, a final thought here. 
if we don't see a stack of contract extensions coming up over you know now between opening day, which is again right down the line here, baseball's opening day. So we don't see a stack of contract extensions signed before opening day, then this particular rejection of the Astros offer is gonna look even worse. It's gonna look even worse. Read the temperature of the room. It is shaping up to be a buyer's market in free agency, not a seller's market, a buyer's market. Now, a buyer's market is when supply exceeds demand. Got a lot of things going on, a lot of moving parts to this, but I'll walk you through it. Basically, half the baseball teams don't want to win. They don't want to spend any money. So we right off the top, we trim 15, 15 baseball teams that aren't really trying to win. They don't want to spend any money. So then you've only got 15 buyers in the market. Then we look at the supply. Look at the supply line. Uh, The purchasers have an advantage over the sellers because supply exceeds demand. Because not only do you have Carlos Correa who could enter the market, Francisco Lindor, if he doesn't sign a contract, Trevor Story, Corey Seager, Javi Baez, Jose Iglesias is also out there, Marcus Simeon are all scheduled to be free agents you can only have one shortstop last i checked right currently uh, lindor is the only one making over that threshold of 20 million dollars per season and on my big board on my big board Corey seager would be the most valuable guy because if i'm still smitten by what he did in the playoffs in the NLCS. that's right he would be number one Corey seager world series hero uh, finally ending the, the jinx of uh, the Dodgers over the years. So Seager is number one. I'd put Lindor at number two on my big board. Javi Baez, number three. Trevor Story because of Coors Field lower at number four. But they all rank higher on my big board of free agency than Carlos Correa. I mean, those are the elites. Those are the elites. Correa is a also a highly volatile stock. Heck, I would rather have Jose Iglesias, who's bounced around with the Tigers, Reds, he was with the Orioles uh, recently. I'd rather have him or, heck, Marcus Simeon than the cheater. Remember what that senator from Nebraska, Ben Sass, said of the Astros. They're miserable cheaters. That was his line. And if you, if you sign the contract with the Astros – you're in your safe place because they've embraced the cheating. They're okay with it. They support it. They endorse it, that franchise. I'd like to talk about um, the Houston Astros, who are miserable cheaters. Greatest senator I've seen in many, many years. Tremendous job. Tremendous job. And he's named Ben. And he's named Ben. So, But if Correa signs with the Astros, the cheating Astros, he would be making an average salary of $20 million a year. That's more than he deserves. Again, the guy's a fraud. The guy's a fraud since the cheating scandal. And if you look at the estimates that are bouncing around because of the shortstop market being overloaded, Correa's his market value is like in, in the crazy cartoon world of baseball money, his market value is like $17, $18 million. All right, that's his market value. Keep in mind, the greater fool theory does apply here often. That helps free agents that there's always the bigger fool out there that will scoop up one of these players and pay them top dollar. But on this one, I'm going to go no, so I say this is a mistake. 
I hope Correa doesn't sign the contract and then is left holding the bag. That would be a good reality check. Good reality check. We hope that happens. If All right, you it don't is the, know the facts, then you got to chill. That's right. Absolutely correct. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show giving you the who, what, where, when, why, and how. That's right. The five W's and then the, the H. All right. Uh, we're going to have lame jokes. Now, I think we'll just do an extended. I think you, know, you guys on hold, you can stay on hold if you want, or you can hang up either way. But I think we should just do an extended lame jokes of the week because we got so many. We got the Deshaun Watson radio roast. Uh, we'll see if Weed Man. Now, now, Bo, I know you don't usually work the shift here, Bo. So if Weed Man calls up, we'll use him as our laugh track. Chuckles the Clown, Krusty the Clown, Weed Man. So you can keep an eye out for Weed Man. But other than that, I think we're good to go. And we'll have Big Ben's Lame Jokes. We'll see how it goes. Now, if it sucks, if it's terrible, then we'll pull the plug on it. And that'll be that. And we'll move on. We'll pretend it didn't happen. We'll get back to the usual shenanigans here. But we'll give it a go. Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. For the rest of the hour. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. 